Welcome to The Broad Pod, just a couple of broads interviewing inspiring women. I'm Becca. And I'm Jackie. Let's get inspired together. Don't forget to stay tuned at the end of the episode for a special surprise for our guest. And thank you to WKWC for allowing us to use their podcast studio. All right. Gobble, gobble, baby. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's Thanksgiving hey week. Now. Yes. How does, how does the Smith family celebrate Thanksgiving? Well, last year we went out of town, right? Yeah, was that to last the beach. year? Yeah, I we went to the, the beach. beach. Yeah, that seems like years ago. Um, so this year we're staying in town and my brother who lives in Lexington, uh-huh. his wife and three kids are coming in, which I'm so excited about because we do not get to see them enough. And um, uh, Channing and their youngest, Rush, are best friends. Okay. I mean, like when they get Rush? together, I like Rush. That name. Yeah. That's her maiden name. Isn't that a great oh, strong yeah. name? Yeah. Uh, all their name, uh, their kids names are awesome. Claire Hawkins and Rush. Um, and then my other nieces and nephews are Leaf, Walt and Maple. So all really oh, cool, interesting names. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so my middle brother will come in and we'll just have um, a great time just playing and having fun for a I few love days. a holiday built around food. Oh, absolutely. And we, we have officially entered eating season is what I like to call it. It starts with <laughs> Halloween. Candy. I had far too much candy yesterday. Mm-hmm. I felt really bad about myself afterwards, but mm-hmm. that's fine. And then we have Thanksgiving and then we have Christmas mm-hmm. and then New Year's, you know, everybody yeah. goes back to like what they were supposed to be doing. So, yep. yeah. Do you already have your Christmas decorations up? Well, um, or will you, I guess, at Thanksgiving? day after Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> um, Took them all down, took all the Halloween decorations, except my front yard. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm ready. I'm ready to rock and roll. Yeah. And, and as soon as I get the energy in a moment, I'm going to drag yeah. it all out. And well, we, the we put the better. Yeah. What about put, you? We put ours up the, the first weekend of November. Matt and I had some stuff that we were doing and my parents watched Asher for the whole weekend. Oh, okay. So that Saturday we, we put up all the decorations while my parents had him and he couldn't That's get awesome. into it. But yeah. Yeah, a, a one and a half year old and a Christmas tree are things. It's that gonna be tough. I it's gonna be a long. It's <laughs> long, tough, but they, a long they month they or learn. whatever until Christmas. I'm but. always stressed about that, like mm-hmm. oh, taking like ornaments off. But I feel like they get over it. You know yeah. what I mean? It takes like a a week or two, and then they're like done with it. Okay. I really feel like that. But just don't put the breakable stuff at the bottom. Yeah, like the less I think we're gonna have like special the things. top half of the tree is just gonna stay <laughs> just, decorated, and then the bottom. Yeah. But we also have a dog. Oh that, gosh, I mean, yeah. You Georgia's know. only what nine months old. Okay, so she's full so of it. She too. might be. It's actually a terrible combination. We yeah, we've thought about putting the Christmas tree like in his like playpen thing. Oh, that's a good I don't idea. Know another like thing to call yeah. it. We call it baby jail. Baby but, jail. Um, <laughs> but like yeah, walk him true. away from the Christmas tree. Hey, that does that. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, you can, we'll you see, can but block it. Yeah. yeah, but he's figured out how to unzip it, so we're gonna have to zip tie. Anyway, it's, well, you've, yeah, it's you've, big times over. It, life know. has changed. You have as to far alter as, like, everything for kids. Decor. But I, I'm glad we're on the same team because I know people are like, you know, very hot and cold about this. But like, if I'm gonna go to the trouble to put all this decoration out and it mm-hmm. takes a long time, I want to enjoy it for as long as I can. Yeah, you well, know, now it's, it's a that, lot of work. Now is that time of year where it gets dark early. Yeah, and, and so, it's so joyful. I don't know. I, I think it, it makes me happy to come yeah. home to like a Christmas decorated house. Yeah, even if there are ornaments all over the floor and broken and shattered. Yeah, it's and I, I didn't even ask you what are your plans for Thanksgiving to eat. Are you going to go? Are you Just traveling? Or are family coming to you? Uh, or? No, you know my family lives in Litchfield, so they yeah. only live like an hour yeah. away. But we they all come to my house. Okay, great. But we're not going to do it on Thanksgiving Day this year because of Matt. Matt's mom is a respiratory therapist, so she works like 12-hour shifts at the hospital. Uh-huh. Anyway, so we're doing it the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Okay, nice. So I don't know what we're going to do actually on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Maybe go to some friend's house or something. Nice. But, yeah. yeah. Cool so, yeah, deal. Well, we'll fun times ahead, on Saturday. right? Yeah. Fun times ahead. Food. All right. <laughs> we are so excited. Very for excited. our beautiful, lovely legged out. Yeah. <laughs> Got yeah. the most beautiful legs I've ever seen on a human besides yes. Carrie Underwood. Oh my gosh, <laughs> stunning. The stunning and brilliant and just sunshiny personality, Miss Lorna Strell. We're yes. so excited to have Such you. Kind words. Queen. Thank you, thank you. Yes, You've been on queen. our list for it's a long time. nice when we're surrounded by nice people. So. Oh gosh. Come on. I'm glad Jackie's people. here then so you can be nice because I'm not nice. You both are very fun. Yeah. So, yeah. We're so excited hey, you to be one of your oldest broads too. I was looking. I'm one of the oldest broads. There's no way. I no. mean, your moms were older than me, but I, I think I'm one of the oldest nah. broads. I don't believe it. I I don't know. 
Larna is one of those like people who I think has aged very well. Then if you're if, oh you're, if you're saying that, I'm you don't have to say how, So. I'm 51, and I will tell you, ladies. I still I'm think really? that's young, though. I consider 51 young. So yeah. it so. is, and I, in my head, I'm very young. Yeah, but yeah. I'm going to these meetings, you know, chamber meetings. Sure. And I'm a lot of the time. I'm one of the oldest people there, and yeah. it is so bizarre. I is cannot it? even wrap. <laughs> There's my head literally nothing it. old about you, though. No, Lauren. well, not I, a thing. Thank you. I, 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 I wish I looked it. like you at 43, <laughs> let alone 51. Right. So <laughs> I wish I looked like you when I was 25. Let's <laughs> be honest. Too much. Thank but, you. But yeah. I, it is weird. It's a very weird place to be. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel I don't feel 51 at all. Well, that's yeah. that's, that's the that's best thing sad. is that you don't feel it. You feel great and young, and and you look amazing. So that's wonderful. Have you ever? Sorry, Randy, have you ever seen that thing about how, like, what age the Golden Girls were? Like, the Golden Girls were supposed to be, like, 50 or something. And then so there's this this meme, is that what it's called, where they show, like, 50 in the 80s, and they show the Golden Girls, and then they show, like, 50s now, and it's the Sex in a City cast. And just how different, like, our perception of age and women. I think it's very legitimate. I'm very confused by that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Google that later, people. Hey, (laughs) but you know what? Good for them for, like, I guess... Aging gracefully, like they they accepted their gray hair if that's what we're yeah. going for. But not everybody's gray by fifty, so no. that's kind of an odd, mm-hmm. odd representation of that age. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Very. you want to start off with um, icebreakers? There's nothing I want more. <laughs> um, okay, so the first question, Larna, what are the top three items on your bucket list? Well, I have to say they're really just places I want to travel. Yeah, okay. I got the travel bug a couple of years ago um, for international travel. Mm, yes. I was able to tag along on a business trip with my husband to London. And then when my daughter was a senior in high school, I did an educational tour mm-hmm. in, to Spain. Oh, wow. One of those tours, the organized tours, they're a really good way to go because you don't have to think about anything mm-hmm. other That's than setting the alarm. The yep. Yes. So travel, travel. Um, it, I want to go to Glacier National Park. That is a bucket list big time for me. And our United States has so much to offer if yeah. you're a nature lover, which mm-hmm. I am. No surprise there, right? Um, Lake Havasu. I want to go there. Yes. And that takes some planning because you got to get on the list and all those crazy stuff. You have to book stuff. it way out. Yeah. Then Italy and Bali. Those wow. are some bucket list places I would like, love to visit. Mm-hmm. Is Bali, like, I don't. I'm going to sound really uneducated here, but it is what it is. Is Bali like the places, do you, have you seen those places where it's like a little hut out on the water? Is that no, okay? Yes. No. Blue, Bali? blue, That's Bora, clear Bora. Bora. water. Bora, you're, you're Bora. Okay. Bora. <laughs> it was a four letter. No, Bali is jungly and you're oh. up high on this cliff and that's where your hotel room with an infinity edge pool and there's this deep valley below you. Wow. It's lush and green and I can get down beautiful. with that too. Yeah. <laughs> that Think Julie Roberts and that, what was that movie, that book that... She eat, w- love, pray. That eat, pray, uh, love. Uh, Think that eating and praying that is Bali. <laughs> okay, okay. You go Very get your cool. zen. <laughs> I like it. Um, Glacier National. We went to a wedding in Jackson Hole, Wyoming last year, um, and that was the first time. Like that's not where I would have said I wanted a vacation. I would usually mm-hmm. say like take me to a tropical resort somewhere. Yes. But once I went there, I was like, oh my god, I want I want to see more of this. There's so much in the United States that we haven't seen or and explored. it is yeah. literally awesome. Yeah. And then I I feel closer to God when mm-hmm. I'm in places yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And in my life, when I reflect back as a little girl, I would go run in the woods if I needed a break. If I was stressed out, mm-hmm. I would go take a walk. And mm-hmm. nature has always been a place of solace for me. Yeah. So big nature lover here. Mm-hmm. That's where I am. That's why I am where, where I am. you are. Yeah, yes. what you do for a living. That makes yep. sense. All right. So, what show is your biggest guilty pleasure? All right. Binge watching Suits. I know I'm so behind, but um, Suits. Um, we're in season eight. And it's really, I've heard that it gets kind of silly and not very good at the end. And I'm feeling that a little bit. The storyline's yeah. a little. Hokey. Yeah. But love it. I have to see it through. Um, I used to be a big Bravo mm. girl, but I've get Orange Theory <laughs> has replaced my life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, my evenings, a lot of time I am at the gym and when I get home, I'm spent, need yeah. to eat, shower and go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't been staying up to date on all my... On your Bravo, ridiculous Bravo shows. <laughs> I'll catch you up whenever you need somebody to catch you up. <laughs> well, I know. I'm like, I was sucked in. What hard shows on those. there did you or your go to? All of the Housewives. Yes. Okay. I loved um, Southern Charm. I love it. And I liked Summer House. See, I've Kyle, never watched Summer House. Um, 
who just got they were engaged and now they broke uh, up. Lindsay and Kyle. It was it Kyle? Is it Kyle? Mm. No, Kyle is the. Mullet. I only know this from Instagram. Carl. Carl. Ah, yes. yes, that sounds Which familiar. my heart, but I think mm. she's a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So. <laughs> but I, lo- I could talk about Southern Charm. I don't feel like enough people watch Southern Charm. I know. I've so seen good. it. Now, listen, Austin, I am Craig, Shep. Yes, I guess I have seen it years ago. I haven't seen it recently. Kid who's never going to grow up, and Mm. he's so darn cute. I know that's why he is allowed to get away with so much because he's so cute, Mm -hmm. and he's got that mailbox money coming in. He doesn't even have to work, and he's just rich, rich. Uh And Austin needs to be eating some brain food, food or something. I know he's um, he's falling a little short. Yeah, but Craig (laughs) has like redeemed himself. He has this pillow business. I remember, I remember that guy because he kind of reminded me of my middle brother. Because wasn't he kind of like just very charming and like. to law school Wild. I think he graduated law school but never took the bar <laughs> exam yeah. because he wanted to sew pillows and they made fun of him and now it's like this He's huge doing thing it. Good for I him. could talk about it all day long okay I'm okay. like I'm we'll, an intellectual we'll later. Yeah. yeah okay so Larna uh, who would you want to play you in a movie about your life and what would the name of the movie be all right so I think normally you would pick somebody younger to play you, but uh, I would choose Meryl Streep. Ooh. I'm a huge um, The Devil Wears Prada fan, but yes. I have been told in life that I look like Meryl Streep. I can see it. It's the, I think it's the sharpness in my nose or something, mm-hmm. but... Um, and the title would be called She Knew She Could, So She Did. Oh, I love Ooh, it. Ooh, yeah. I like it. That'd I was going to say Sandra Bullock for you, but I now I see the Meryl Streep. Do you know who I get? And do, Even Strangers? Marish, Marissa, Marissa Hargitay. Yes, yes, you were Law and Order SVU. Yeah, I get that a lot. Like I I'm like, it. really? I mean, I don't see it. But I told. Now that you yeah, say that, I totally I get it a lot. That. That's funny. So, dun, yeah. dun, 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 <laughs> whatever that sound is at the beginning of Law and Order SVU. I love All it. right. So, Lorna, tell us like a little bit, just briefly, about yourself, where you're from, spouse, right. kids, all that good stuff. I was born and raised in Owensboro. I went to Catholic schools, graduated from Catholic in 1990s, since you know my age now. Um, <laughs> uh, my first love was pharmacy as far as like a career choice. Oh. I happened to work in a pharmacy and long-term care pharmacy when I was 16, oh, cool. all the way till I got married in 94. And then I continued a real career in pharmacy and um in Lexington, Kentucky, because when I got married, I moved to Lexington. My three kids were born in Lexington, Kentucky. We lived there from 94 to 2004. Okay. No, 2002, actually. I have to think about when my kids were born. No, 2004. (laughs) Okay. So about 10 years. And then we moved to San Antonio, Texas. So my kids' younger years, they were raised in San Antonio. It was wonderful. Such a a great city of diversity, Mm -hmm. ethnicity, um, all these wonderful things. And nature. Every direction you could travel and um, see something different in San Antonio. So those were some really great years there. Made my way back here in 2011. And literally the first month that I moved back, I met Susie Tyler, who is the founder, one of the founders of the Botanical Garden, mm. of which I didn't have any idea Owensboro had. Yeah. And she recruited me because I had been a member at the San Antonio Botanical Garden ah. because I knew San Antonio was a temporary stay for us, mm-hmm. most likely. So I absorbed everything I could while I was there. You know, there's a lot of history there. There's a lot of nature there. We were members of SeaWorld and Six Flags and mm. everything I I could do we did it I kept my kids busy so mm-hmm. um but my experience with the botanical garden there had been that they did a lot of children's programming mm-hmm. and so Susie Tyler wanted to tap into that and also their Facebook presence was horrible they had a <laughs> Facebook page doing nothing with it and had just about 200 a little over 200 followers when I took it over so I grew it really quickly by doing remember you could do the like share and giveaways mm-hmm. yeah. and that really boosted your followers now that doesn't work but mm-hmm. um, I got us up to 3,000 pretty quickly and now we have 8,000 followers wow. so I'm proud of that because it, it took some work to get it up to that number but yeah that's why I started at the botanical garden mm-hmm. was because of that did you so, start as the director no I was just a little volunteer that oh, okay. um, was doing their Facebook page and then I volunteered a lot of the events or whatever mm-hmm. And I saw the whole marketing piece for them was absent altogether. Mm -hmm. There was no one knew they were there. They're hard to find also. The garden was because of the location and entrance. And I started seeking out interviews on television to get us on the news. Mm -hmm. Um, They always have had a great uh, relationship with the Messenger and Inquirer. So thank you, Messenger Inquirer. Always been so good to the Botanical Garden. But we were not taking advantage of any marketing and no Mm -hmm. dollars were being spent. So I started pushing for that. 
And then I started working um, full time. I'm sorry, part time. Once all of my kids were really in school and had mm-hmm. been and they were good and settled um, because I was a stay at home mom mm-hmm. from 2002 when my second son was born. And I'll say until 2011, it's really 2015, sorry, all these timeline things, Mm -hmm. that I started working part-time. And I was two days, then I was three days. And then I just followed in the footsteps of Susie Tyler and that I was there and present with her. I gained her trust. I learned a lot. I didn't know what really what it means to be a nonprofit. You know, you mm-hmm. hear the word yeah. and you think, oh, it's a tight budget place where they're always asking for money. I mean, really, <laughs> that was my impression. It still is a lot of people's yeah. impression, but it's not true. I promise you that. But um, the time came and the talk had started about a transition of leadership and Bill and Susie recommended me to mm-hmm. um, take Susie's place wow. as the executive director. So I was honored to say yes. And the, I'll never forget it. Dr. Bill Tyler said, Lorna, we may not agree with every decision you make, but we will always support you. Nice. And that was that set me on the right path, gave me the confidence I needed. And I had been sitting quiet. I saw a lot of things that could be done better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're from a different era where you don't spend money, you save, save, save. Mm. And it was time for the garden to have some money put back into it and including marketing mm-hmm. and to spend some dollars there. So I was, I'm younger. I have more energy. I have a different vision than they do. And, you know, succession, succession mm-hmm. planning, yeah. it happens. It's going to happen to me, but I hope not for a long time. And I can honestly, honestly say for the first time in my life, I'm, I love my job. Yeah, that's and amazing. Look where I get to work. I go to the mm. Weatherbury house every day. That's my office. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. And yeah. I absolutely love everything about what I do because I'm a people person. Uh-huh. Yeah, you are. And my job affords a lot of peopling. Yeah. Yes. Including Rooster Brewster bright and early on yeah. Thursday mornings. Yeah, which tomorrow is morning. Up, yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I love it. Yeah. So I, I'm so thankful and blessed and lucky and to do what I do. And I'm very inspired. So tell us a little bit more about like what your day to day looks like. Like, you know, what are you doing at the botanical? Is gardens? there a typical day? Yeah, there might not there be a typical. Not, but what are some things you're doing every day? Just one thing that I love about my job, and it is different every day. And I, I'm not chained to a desk. Yes, I have a lot of desk work. Don't get me wrong, but I had a lot of breaks throughout the mm-hmm. day that take me away, and that's really for me that feeds me mm-hmm. to be able to be able to work like that. I would not be a good nine to five desk person. So. Yeah. Um, a day-to-day, checking emails. Um, we're running a raffle um, that will end December the 4th. So hoping there's ticket sales in the inbox when I get it. Where, where, where do they get those? On your, a website? Yes, um, WKBG.org. <laughs> and then in Facebook. Okay. We, we'll be plugging it all over Facebook. Okay. Especially What's the raffle? What, what are they the winning? One, like something every month for, the, for 2024, right? It's insane. The 12 months of Christmas is what we're calling it because... We are offering a, a something for each month okay. in Owensboro that you can do or use. Yeah. Like for March, it's like spring items for a spring clean, um, your garden okay. items. Awesome. But the best part is if there are parts of the basket that you will never use, you're going to get it in time for Christmas that you can gift those items or even sell mm. the items if you really wanted to. Um, but the biggest part of the package is two four-day romp passes. Yeah. Oh. So I'm hoping somebody... Like who doesn't care about romp wins and say, here, Lauren, do you want these? Yeah. But, <laughs> honestly, I, I couldn't take them, but um, it's an amazing package. Yeah. So with 12 different experiences in there. That's awesome. Yeah. I know that one of the things I saw in there was maybe brunch at the Weatherberry house. Yes. Is that something Ooh. that people can normally go to or is that going to be like a special thing you set up for these people? It will be special for the winter. Okay. Um, you can invite 12 friends, family, whoever Ooh. for breakfast on the back porch of Weatherberry. We'll prepare and serve it for you and your friends. We'll have mimosas and all the traditional brunch things you would hope to have um and if you don't want to use it you can gift it away or maybe maybe you're a nonprofit and you want to put that as an auction item at your nonprofit well i don't care what you do with it yeah, yeah. who redeems it, it as long as you've authorized it as the winner we'll we'll accommodate whatever you want to do with it so you can get really creative with this package so yeah Somebody brought the idea to me, and that's one thing as an executive director. You need to listen, mm-hmm. yeah. take direction, and take ideas from people. And um, I knew when she said it that it was it really appealed to me, mm-hmm. and it was pretty easy to put together. Yeah. A lot easier than a bourbon raffle package. Yeah. <laughs> How much are tickets? They're $25 a oh, piece. I know. Just the romp. Tickets yeah. alone would have been a, a good raffle, but yeah. no, we've got other 11 more items in there. For that's me. I need to buy my tickets. We I, just I, asked I, I Club that. for Valentine's Day. 
That's Sweet awesome. Two. Dinner for two. Yeah, I got to buy my tickets. That sounds amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. what are some other like other than checking your emails? What are some other things you're doing day to day? Meetings, a lot of meetings. Yeah. I do plug into our community a lot, mm-hmm. and so I go to it as much as I can. Especially, our chamber of commerce here is amazing, mm-hmm. and I participate in as much as I can there. I was a recent graduate of Leadership Owensboro. Mm-hmm. And our class project, we restarted the Leadership Owensboro Alumni Association, mm-hmm. not association, but the group. It had there was an attempt to get one started years ago, and it just fell apart. It just never got off the ground. And um, I just touched so many great people in Owensboro, mm-hmm. and just to bring us together, just to network and talk and catch up. It's more social, but we do have a project we're working on. We want to put up some free little libraries, oh, you nice. know, the little wooden houses with books yeah, that are free yeah, for yeah. the taking. Um, we are working on that. And um, I love, I'm the president. I get to say I'm the president of the newly reinstated, the inaugural president for that, but that's, yes. so that's pretty cool. But I had an awesome class. I met so many wonderful people who I never would have otherwise, but then I'm involved in other things too, other mm-hmm. nonprofits. Yeah. I, I told you about that. Actually, yeah. I just left a meeting from St. Vincent to Paul. Mm-hmm. I'm on their board um, in two capacities, two different boards, really. One is at the parish level at St. Joe and Paul, and then one is at the district level. So mm-hmm. um, I try to help out with there when I can. Mm-hmm. So, And I just resigned from my post at the Owensboro Metropolitan Planning Commission. I was on their board for the a planning commission, but I was also on the board of adjustments. It was two different things. Mm-hmm. And I did it for a year and it was just taking too much of my time. It was on mm-hmm. Thursday nights and you all, how many things happen on Thursday I night? Know. Like that everything. Is a big, and yeah. I was missing things or missing yeah. my obligation there. Mm-hmm. So I just, I did a year there and I, I asked to be relieved. So yeah. I just left that post. My thoughts about a nonprofit executive director involves a lot of fundraising. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much yes. of your time mm-hmm. would you say is spent fundraising? It's a lot, um, especially we are in an active um, raffle. I hired a media company to take over and hijack our Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. I know who to go to. Can I say her name? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she may not. She's busy. Uh, but yeah. um, one day, if you need somebody, Chelsea Bickett at Thrive Media. Mm-hmm. Love awesome. her. Love her. Um, she does an amazing job. Is, that in, is she in Owensboro? She is in Owensboro. Okay. She works Wonderful. through Weed Man. You okay. may, I know you all have probably seen her. She's the most adorable, sweet thing. And um, she is so great. And she's more, and I have to admit, at 51, she has her finger on the pulse better than I do of what people want to see and how you grab their attention and and, and make it a memory for them so that it sticks and they come back. But fundraising is huge. We are in capital campaign mode. So, I mean, I am directly shaking hands and asking for money. Never in my life thought I could do that or would want to do that. Mm -hmm. But when you really believe in what you're asking for, Mm -hmm. it's not hard, you all. Yeah. And it's easy to talk about it because there's so much about what we're doing that I love. Yeah. So and then our big final piece of the capital campaign that we hope to accomplish and we will accomplish is an event center space. Are you saying that? Yeah, awesome. we host a lot of weddings. So that's income to um, a lot of special events. You all, we've had eight visitations at the Weatherberry House. Like funeral yeah. visitations? Yes. Wow. So one was a full on funeral with, you know, no, there was no body there. But, there was um, no okay. um, Only one person actually has brought ashes, which yeah. that mm-hmm. didn't offend me at all. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. and uh, I'm not creeped out by ghosts or anything. Yeah. Yeah. An, <laughs> another thing that people ask me about Weatherbury all the time is, is it haunted? It is not. I promise it is not. But um, so any of special occasion, you can rent the Weatherbury house huh. or the, uh, any place outside. And then we have the cottage. It's the older property. It's a little more fo- affordable. It's not as grand, but it's so cute and the mm-hmm. cottage is the perfect word for it but it'll be torn down when we build the new event center space because cool. that's where the new event center space will go and it will allow for capacity seated 150 people wow which we don't have now so when you book your wedding outside you're taking a chance yeah. Yeah. and even our stuff our plant sale our kids school visits we have to reschedule or cancel all together if, if it rains and you know yeah. so we um, it will benefit the garden too and we can have our own fundraisers at our own building as well right so we're super excited that the design is super cool and it's out on our website too oh i need to look at so that you yeah. do it's actually really really cool it's rustic and modern mixed in together so yeah it's cool and i feel like i mean as somebody who works at a place that hosts a lot of events i feel like you're always looking for somewhere new to host 
that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and Dave Kirk at CVB, people are seeking experiences. He, mm. he, he told that to me. He said, so when you're approaching a marketing, try to make an experience of it. Or if you're planning an event, like I had mariachi in May. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you all, that was so, so awesome. Fun. I bet that was a And blast. it felt like fiesta and it was amazing. We will do that one again for sure. So being creative and coming up with new fundraisers, that was mm-hmm. one example of that too. So cool. always trying to think outside of the box. Yeah. Because, you know, Owensboro's a very needy town. <laughs> so yeah. we have competition in our nonprofit world. Yeah. yeah. And we're not a bleeding heart charity. Mm-hmm. So our dollars are a little harder to come by sure. because we're a hard, we're a tough sell. Yeah. So because you. you're not necessarily serving people in it's, need. It's not tangible. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't see the direct benefit. Right. Yeah. You can talk about it and believe what I'm saying, but yeah. Yeah. I get to see it. That's the yeah. best part too. When people come, the path of hope and healing is a very special project that was um, implemented out of the botanical garden. Thanks to a generous donor, but I get to see firsthand and cry with people sometimes mm-hmm. when that, unexpectedly they don't know it's there and it touches their heart in a big way. Yeah. Tell us more about that. So the path of hope and healing, um, it came about because I applied for an impact 100 grant for a hundred thousand dollars. That is a lot of money. And I had to dream a project to be a hundred thousand dollar project. And it all started from the need of a pathway. We bought this Weatherberry house. We had to connect the Weatherberry to the the botanical garden that already was there. So that's where I started. And I swear this poured out of me. I can't, I don't know why I thought of all the details, but I did. Mm -hmm. And it was a gift. And um, the pathway, I had, we designed it to connect to the garden but we made it special where it was meandering. It wasn't a straight path back. It wasn't obvious. And then um, I had to get bids on every component. So landscaping. And then I'm like, well, how can we make this a meaningful pathway? Mm-hmm. Well, I was going through something in my life where you guys, I have seven sisters and mm-hmm. one brother. There are wow. nine children from the same two parents. <laughs> you know, it's what Catholics do sometimes. And I, <laughs> um, I had my younger sister who's 10 years younger than me was battling breast cancer mm-hmm. and it was stage four. And we knew her time with us was limited. And, but what I saw from my sister, her name's Tammy Belcher. Mm-hmm. I saw all the people that her battle affected who were sad for her and cancer touched them. Mm -hmm. And it was people she worked with. It was people from our church. She has children and affected her children. I mean, it affects everybody, you Mm -hmm. guys. So every single person is affected by cancer somehow. Mm -hmm. So that is the direction I went. All right. How can we make this the experience, the healing powers of nature, because even being outside on your back porch, you feel lighter if you've gone out there and taken a few moments for yourself but if you're at the botanical garden where it's gorgeous everywhere, um, it's even, I think it's next level on the mm-hmm. healing powers of nature. So um, I started getting bids and, you know, the concrete was this amount. The landscaping was this amount. And then I'm like, all right, how, how do I represent cancer, the, the, hope, the hope and the healing? And I thought about, all right, what do I have to do to get people here? Because you have to attract people. And I thought about artwork. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to Brooke White. He is a Davis County native and he's a glass artist, but he Mm. now lives in Louisville. He owns Flame Run Gallery, downtown Louisville. And um, I asked him about doing these glass ribbons. And it was outside of his wheelhouse because he does blown glass. Mm -hmm. But these 12 glass ribbons he did for us are not blown. They're pooled glass and he had to work at it. So Mm -hmm. that was the one component. Got an estimate from him. Then somewhere in my Google search, I am the Google queen. I promise <laughs> I am such the Google queen. I had run across a butterfly sculpture and butterflies were meaningful in our in our connection with cancer. And Tammy loved butterflies. So all of us sisters had a butterfly necklace and I'm at a botanical garden. We have a Monarch Way station, a butterfly garden already. And it's it's a natural thing to be there. Right. Mm-hmm. So I found this sculpture that inspired me and I went to Scott Pointer at the glass factory. He's the only person I knew to go to and Scott really facilitated so much and he dreamt and got onto paper what the sculpture would look like. Then we got with metal worker, Chris Chartung. Chris, his heart got so buried in the project that he took 
that project to the next level. The mm-hmm. level of detail, the anatomically correct butterfly mm-hmm. that can be used for learning because yeah. you can point to different parts. He wow. has the fuzz built in the box. He has the <laughs> segmented body, all these details that make this sculpture awesome. And so I dreamt all these layers, got the budget up to like $105,000 and I applied for the grant and we made it to finalist and I'm there the night of the award and first person is called as the winner of the first 100,000 and then there's one other 100,000 and I'm like literally ready to get up from my seat because I know we've won Mm -hmm. and they called another name and I was in shock. I was sad. I was mad. I was disappointed. Like, I cry, couldn't don't believe cry, don't it. Yeah. And um, I was mad. Mm-hmm. I mean, but literally I was in shock, like tingly shock. Mm-hmm. And um, that was on a Tuesday night. And I believe the following Thursday, I had left work early to go get a pedicure. <laughs> yes, and my girl, take care of those rings. feet. Okay. I know. <laughs> yes. And it was Marianne Medley. She's married to Charles Medley of the Medley Distillery family. Mm-hmm. And Marianne's an Impact 100, so she had heard all about the project. Mm-hmm. And her and Charles said, Lorna, we want to fund your project. Oh, and I'm like, wow. uh, really? Okay. And she's like, but we want to do more. And she gave oh me even more money than the, what was asked for. So I was able to add lighting. We were able to expand the concrete and add half walls. And our landscaping went over the top, irrigation, all these luxury things. Like that project is immense and impactful and amazing. I'm so proud of it. And my sister Tammy never got to see it in person. She could have went in October, um, but she talked herself out of going Mm -hmm. and she regretted it. She told me. And then she died in December. It's not it's. It'll be a year, December the 18th, mm-hmm. that she's passed away. So yeah. we plan on having a, a aloha party. Yeah. Mm. She would want us to party, not yeah. be sad. So, yeah. <laughs> so very personal. Yes. And then when I tell everybody that visits what the path is, they don't even know my story. They just yeah. know what the path is. And yeah. it means so much yeah. to children who've lost parents or people themselves who've mm-hmm. had it. So. Mm-hmm pretty crazy that's one of yeah. those like god closed a door to open a window situations because absolutely you, I yeah. mean, in that moment where you mm-hmm. didn't receive that grant you were you know tingly devastated i was and then two days later it was even better than what you were hoping for on tuesday night you know absolutely I mean, yes you know when you get a grant too you have a lot of reporting and check yeah. marianne and charles mm. trusted like, me with which <laughs> when i reflect on it mm. you see how big that is that they trusted me mm. yeah. she um i had spent money on an actual factual rendering of what the sculpture would look like in the place it was supposed to go you spend money on stuff like that when you want donors because mm-hmm. they, they want to see actual factual mm-hmm. and really the butterfly sculpture appealed to Marianne so much and yeah. um, it really is what sold her on the project. Well, so, how wonderful of them. I know. Yeah, and Charles, I know. And they yeah. visited with Brooke White um, mm-hmm. a couple of months ago. Brooke came to Owensboro because he had an art show at the Owensboro Art Museum. So I had him stop by the garden to see his handiwork. Wow. So how, um, when can people visit that? Like, so we just went into winter season hours because mm-hmm. you all know that the daylight yeah. savings time makes everything dark. Um, yeah. Right now, we're just nine to three, Monday through Friday. Okay. But for eight months out of the year, we are seven days a week, um, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Wow. And I really want to do more after hours events because mm-hmm. the garden's really cool mm-hmm. at night. We have enough lighting that it's really sweet and nice and just, I don't know, gives you the feels. So. Yeah. Yeah, nine to four every day during the growing season, which is uh, March through October. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to circle back. I've heard a lot about your sweet sister, Tammy. Yeah. Because we actually share a family member. Yes. <laughs> without being genetically related. I know. So your aunt, Anna, yes. um, is my grandparent. So she married my grandfather. Okay. Uh, my That's my mom's stepmom. But she's grand Anna to me. She's been and in she's the family very special. Yeah, she's here. a very, yeah, she's a grandparent and she's special to us and we love her dear, dearly. But I wanted to ask you, like, what um, have you learned about yourself after the loss of your sister? What I think all of us learned in my mm-hmm. family was to just slow down and savor the moment when you're in it and be intentional. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about doing something, 
quit talking, do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So commit to doing it. We lived life bigger and larger for the five years that we had Tammy. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm so grateful for it. And it made her passing a little more bearable mm. because we knew we did everything we could to make lasting memories with her mm-hmm. and for her. Yeah. She had some great experiences and uh, things we never would have done had she not been diagnosed with the stage four breast cancer. So yeah. be intentional is what I've really learned about mm-hmm. it and, and to speak don't keep things on your brain. If you have something to say or an emotion to share, mm-hmm. go ahead and do that too. So mm-hmm. right. just live life out loud. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, so what is most rewarding about what you're doing at the Botanical Gardens? Well, the fact that I love my job yeah. is huge. Um, it's a couple of things. The people I meet, and mm-hmm. I reflect on that often, these people that I never would have met, um, especially the older People, I, I have always connected and had great respect for my elders. Mm-hmm. And to be in the position I'm in and get to meet older people, because they have the time to give to the Botanical Garden mm-hmm. and the knowledge, too. Um, that has been amazing. I have met some awesome people who are mentors to me, by the way, too. Mm-hmm. You know, Marsha Carpenter is a big one. Oh, yeah. She's always been a big supporter of the garden. Um, Sandy Hallman. Um, I keep telling Sandy I want to be her when I grow up. Um, <laughs> I've adopted her as my second mom, whether she likes it or not. And, um, and then Rosemary Condor. You She's all, great. Our community is full of strong leaders mm-hmm. but that are women. Mm-hmm. So, And I have them on speed dial if I need, even if it's a dumb question, especially Rosemary, too, yeah. given her expertise and uh, her time in the nonprofit world. I call her on a quick <laughs> on a quick minute because she's always she always answers when I call and she's so supportive. Yeah. She'll send me little words of encouragement or ask, hey, you weren't yourself when I saw you. Are you OK? And yeah. then she checks in on me. So mm-hmm. I'm so blessed to know, know these people yeah. and that I and I trust them because you know what? When you're older, you are wiser. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that, too, mm-hmm. especially having younger sisters. They probably think I'm just bossy. But, <laughs> but so that I respect that of my elders, too, because I know it's true. Yeah. You, you just are wiser. You've experienced sure. more. You lived more. And it's just true. Yeah. How absolutely. much of the um, you talked about the volunteers, like how much volunteer labor is there at the Botanical Gardens? There's a lot. You know, when you add all these new gardens or these new things the expectation is bigger. The workload is obviously bigger, mm-hmm. but because the expectation is bigger, you have this wow, fabulous thing when you go out the back door of Weatherbury, which is the path of hope and healing, and it's spectacular. That that sets the tone for what the expectation is for the whole garden. Mm-hmm. So, master gardeners are a gift from God wow. that have come down to the botanical garden. They have adopted areas, and this botanical garden has never looked better than it did wow. this past year. Because routinely, and I could count on them, and I knew they were going to be there because their name was on it. They took ownership, and this garden thrived this year. And we hired a horticulturist. So that's a paid position. And then we have two grounds crew that can do everything from Mm -hmm. handyman, but a lot of taking care of the plants and the beds and all that stuff, too. So... But volunteers are critical and crucial and significant at the Botanical Garden. Because when like y'all are open on Saturday, like, do you have to work seven days a week? No. Or are there people so this that... summer, I had a wonderful, wonderful college student, Avery Crawwinkle, <laughs> Jody Crawwinkle's daughter. Yes. I really hope she can come back next year. She's at Eastern, but she she loved it and she hit the ground running. I only had to tell her once, and she got it. It was great. But then when school started, we do rely on volunteers okay. to run it on Saturday and Sunday. Okay. So. Don't ask the volunteers any questions outside of where's the bathroom and how much do I pay because they're not going to be able to tell you about event rental space. But yeah, but our volunteers are awesome too. But if people want to volunteer, do that through the website, I'm assuming? Yes, there is a place to sign up. But if you really seriously want to volunteer, I would just call and Mm. have a conversation because we'll find out where you want to be because you may not want to be dirty in in the garden pulling weeds. Mm -hmm. You might want to be sitting behind the greeter table or serving when we have a meal or Mm -hmm. helping us clean the house. I mean, that house is big and it gets dirty, but random things. There's a lot of volunteer capacity out there that you don't have to be a gardener because guess what? I'm not a gardener. (laughs) I'm not a horticulturist and I don't know a whole lot about plants and that shocks everybody. I (laughs) can kill a cactus. So I mean, seriously, I mean, I'm the same. Mm -hmm. I have learned a lot. I won't lie. I've absorbed a lot like what the names of plants are, but 
people just assume you know it all. And I'm like, that's not what I'm here for. <laughs> I'm a visitor. And I tell you what, I, I, I do decision make based on visitor experience. Yeah. And that was missing mm. before me. They they were thinking about the garden, the garden, the garden. And there wasn't enough about the visitors. The visitor admission dollars and then we have membership dollars Mm -hmm. there's another source of income for us are significant and important so every dollar matters well i haven't told you this but my mother-in-law um came into town i don't know months ago to visit and my husband was trying to find things for her to do so they went to the botanical botanical gardens and she ran into you and my mother-in-law will talk to a wall (laughs) okay and she came home you're not a wall talking about that woman who runs the botanical gardens and how wonderful and kind and knowledgeable you were and how you just made her experience and so i didn't connect the dots until matt said i was talking about lorna i was like lorna's just so nice blah blah blah. and he was like you know who that is right and i was like no he was like she's the woman my mom went on and on about from the botanical gardens (laughs) and i was like well i totally get it that's awesome i don't always have time but if i do i mean i I love it. It can get me in trouble. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I love it. I love to share about it because I'm proud of it and I'm excited about it. And it's it's pretty awesome. And I know they're going to leave there happy. I know yeah. they are. Oh, yeah. Unless a skunk in some or something. But, yeah. um, <laughs> Even then. Well, Lisa's here. Yeah. I, I Lisa wish Cooper from see. Eastern Kentucky had a really a good bit. time and was Thanks, just really Lisa. impressed with you and the garden. So, I mean, thank you for I telling you know me that. that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I, I've, uh, I think I've told this story before on here, but. Um, one of my favorite things that Zach's ever surprised me with was um, my birthday a couple years ago, right? I don't think, it, I think it was like maybe two years ago. Yeah, I think. It, was, um, it was when you all had that little pre-romp like bluegrass yes. evening and that was my birthday. Aww. And I, he said, just like, just wear something like casual but cute and, you know, it'll be a surprise. You're like, and I so live casual but I cute. I show up and I was so excited. I saw you there and you had some food trucks and some of my best friends he had gathered to Aww. come. Um, and we just enjoyed the grounds. I have pictures in front of the beautiful butterfly. Enjoyed the band. I mean, that was just one of us, a core memory. It just was a really well, wonderful for a experience. husband to be that thoughtful is kind of rare. So that's amazing. You really yes. enjoyed I know, for it. him to that come up with that. That Matt Ruark. Seriously, that was such a nice, <laughs> like that was, that stands out in my mind as one of God his, Zach, like, making the rest yeah. of well, that makes best. me happy to oh, hear that. It was so, so I'm all amazing. About trying to create more memories. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, okay, so you talked about some of the organizations that you're involved in and you can touch more on those but I know uh, you mentioned that you um or you haven't mentioned this, but you talked to me a little bit about it, um, that Gradza is important to you. And I know I've met little Miss Anna Sue, your niece. So. <laughs> Anna Sue, she's a rock star. She um, is so adorable. So she does have Down syndrome and she was born with some other birth defects that aren't even related to Down syndrome, mm-hmm. honestly. But um, she is the sweetest, most rotten little thing you yes. can ever <laughs> lay eyes on. She has such this quick wit but yes we support our sweet Anna Sue every year at the Gratza buddy mm-hmm. walk in particular mm-hmm. and yeah. my sister Cindy is a huge advocate and involved with helping parents who have a new diagnosis mm-hmm. in utero usually um, to calm their fears and um, I get to see firsthand how hard it is mm-hmm. to have a special needs child mm-hmm. Cindy's life is, you know revolves around what Anna needs and um, but so Gratza is near and dear to my heart and mm-hmm. I'm proud of what they do out there mm-hmm. Gratza so yeah she's adorable I met her this is so funny like we were at Olive Garden years and <laughs> years ago yes. and your family was there like I mean like a the, big the old table yeah. and I was there with I don't even know who it was I might have been celebrating like a birthday like with my dad's side or something and I remember I I held Anna Sue and Aww. she was so spicy with me she was like no ma'am I don't know you <laughs> she was so adorable she really is I don't know how old she was she might have been like I don't know, too. I mean, she was just adorable. Yeah. Well, I just for the loved first her. year of her life, I loved her. She didn't make a sound because literally she couldn't. Yeah. Oh. And um, and I remember seeing her and thinking, oh, so sad. Yeah, I yeah. mean, even when she cried, it was this very quiet cry. And um, her, her esophagus wasn't connected wow. when she was born. So she had to have multiple surgeries wow. and she had a heart defect. I hope Cindy doesn't mind me sharing this. I know she doesn't. Um, But for now, she has her voice and yeah. all the sass in the world. It should, oh. be, it should be sassy Anna Sue, She's, not sweet Anna Sue. Oh, she is adorable. She is sweet. And you savor those moments. Yeah. How yeah. old is she? She is so adorable. She is nine or ten. Okay. I think oh she's nine. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That was a long she's time ago. She's small and statured, which yeah. is typical. But, yeah, yeah, she's adorable. She is adorable. She, yeah. 
She's so sweet. Um, okay. So what are some other things that you're involved in or enjoy doing like aside from work? Well, I, I seek out hiking. There's so much wonderful hiking near and dear. Mm -hmm. I mean, near us in Owensboro, you don't have to drive far. Um, I love to work out at Orange Theory. We are, we are a constant Ditto. Orange Theory commercial. I know. Well, sorry, be too. Not sorry. I huh? mean, you could be too. So, oh, yeah. an Orange Theory commercial. So, yeah. but I love it. Yeah. And um, so I do. It does take a lot of time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So going back to being intentional, like mm -hmm. I have to be like, no, I'm not going to Orange Theory. I need to give my friends some time, or I'm not going to have any friends. So um, that is something that I do in my spare time. I try to read, but I don't read nearly enough. I hope to make that a goal. If you all that are, doesn't resonate with Becker, well, are you all goal setters? Like in January, or do you have a word? We of pick the year? like a word. Pick of a the word. Year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. intentional has been mine this year, and I've <laughs> okay. said it that's more good. than once for that reason. Yeah, but, and that's, no, that's good. because of Tammy, really. But yeah. Yes. Anyway, but yeah, we don't read. I've, I used to love to read. Like yeah. I was a huge reader. And I did now when I was I just, younger. Yeah. I have a lot of books on my nightstand that I intended to read that I haven't. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> maybe read should be my word of twenty twenty. I know. <laughs> I, mean, I know. It, it, it takes time. And if it's boring, uh, like the subject matter, if you're mm -hmm. reading something that's not fictional, yeah. wait a minute, nonfiction. Yeah. That those are harder to read. Yes. I'd rather watch Bravo. The self-help. I know. I know. <laughs> if I have a spare moment, I'm like, do I read or do I watch? You know, Bravo Pop on rules. demand is the worst yeah. thing they ever created for me. But mm -hmm. I, I haven't since Orange Theory in January is when I started. I really am not a Bravo yeah. anymore. Mm. Just here and there. Andy yeah. would be so disappointed in you. I know. <laughs> I wonder when you love to meet Andy. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Well, right now. Sorry. I feel like you all would be best friends. Um, uh, right now, BravoCon is happening. Yes. And like, I wanted to go so bad. It's so in Vegas shady, this year. But it's so expensive. Like, just a, t a ticket with, a, you know, before like hotel and airplane and all that is kind of stuff. Is it in New York? No, it's in Las Vegas this year. Oh. Um, but just a ticket Cincy. to go to some of those events was like a thousand dollars oh my word and they sold out who can in an afford hour. that that's insane yeah i tried to get matt to like give that to me but he didn't yikes so. payment plan maybe i mean i know yikes. and himself too i know he might have come back a little i don't know housewifey and <laughs> arrogant yeah. and yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> who knows mm -hmm. i doubt I it though that can never happen to becca oh yeah right <laughs> okay larna you think too highly of me <laughs> I'll, I'll take you off your pedestal yeah <laughs> Um, okay, so who are some women who have inspired you, or if you don't want to name names, what qualities in women inspired you? I do you? have to say my mom first. Mm -hmm. um, she really should be a saint, mm -hmm. literally a saint. Um, calm, patient, never cusses. She hates it. All of us girls are really potty mouthed. <laughs> and that's why we're friends. <laughs> and it drives her crazy because she is so not that, but most selfless person on the planet, even now, um, she is with grandkids all the time. And I'm like, I'm not going to be that. Well, she has nine kids. So, I mean, how many grand grandkids? Oh, wow. Whoa. Yes. And, and the age range of 29 to a one-year-old. Wow. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So my mom, and I mentioned a few others earlier. Sandy Holman is another inspiration for me. I do want to be her when I grow up because <laughs> she doesn't stop. And she plans and she does and, and she travels and she's fun and... I can cuss with Sandy. She doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't get too offended by me, but um, I just adore her. And um, I do want to be her when I grow up and, and persevere and don't stop. She yeah. doesn't stop. So I think that's important. That keeps you young. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the other, you know, Catherine Raymer is another um, mm -hmm. mentor for me is Rosemary Condor and Marsha Carpenter. So I'm really blessed to have those women in my life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So last question. What are you most proud of about yourself, Lorna? It is my three children. They are great kids. Um, they all went to college on scholarships. They will exit college debt-free, which is amazing. Um, I'm proud of who they are, mm -hmm. what they represent. They are pr all pretty confident kiddos. So it is my kids first. Mm -hmm. And then I will say my work at the Botanical Garden. Mm -hmm. uh, these last three years have been insane at times, but when I look back and see what we've gotten done in the midst of COVID too, um, yeah. and, and the amount of time we've gotten things done and to the level that mm -hmm. they're done, they're done right. And all mm -hmm. the way and not on a, a tight, tight budget. Um, I'm really proud of that. And mm -hmm. you know, that sculpture, it's going to be there long after me. I hope yeah. it is. Mm -hmm. And then the, it's not just my legacy that's 
there with that. It's the people who created it and the people who made it possible too. Mm-hmm. So those those couple of things are what I'm most proud of. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being here. We're so excited to get to know you just a little bit better. Yes, There's nothing likewise. I want to do more than cuss with you, Lorna. <laughs> soon, very yeah, soon. soon. <laughs> Lorna, the great toe incident of 2023. Oh, that was one of, you know, I don't know if, if you were around uh-uh. when that happened, but <sighs> she uh, dropped a, what, 15, 15 pounds, pounds from weight about on her inches. big toe. Oh, my word. And I saw it. You did? Remember you brought it in? I was like, the toe. Oh, yes. Um, Oh, yeah. I showed y'all the toe. But to me, I mean, I think one of the things you need to be proud about yourself is just your, like, tenacity. I mean, I think it shows in your professional work. But Mm -hmm. even, like, you were, I could see you were so disappointed you couldn't come and work out Mm -hmm. with this, like, black and blue toe. Like, that to me just said you were just, like, tough. And, like, when you want to do something, you freaking do it. Yeah. Um, Thank you. So I think that's a quality. And, you know, you said some really nice things to me a couple weeks ago. And I went on and on my husband. I was like, that's just so nice. I don't, Lorna just said the nicest things about me. And when you said that about your sister and not wanting to like hold back things, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I just thought that, that really stuck out to me and impressed that upon me mm-hmm. to like not hold Say back it. and telling people yeah. things. And, so, you know, compliment your friends who are women, especially, mm-hmm. you yes. know, we always need to lift each other up, but no, Becca Boo is pretty awesome. Yes. She's my, she's a safe place for everybody. You're, oh, I'm going to so relate nice you. you. That's what my words nice were. Is that you're like Mama Bear because I know you would have my back, even though I don't yeah. know oh, you I'd thoroughly and well. I would cut I them for you, you. <laughs> Well, no, I feel like you would. Yeah. Yeah. If it really was appropriate, yeah. if it ever yes. is appropriate. Loyal. She's a loyal friend. You're a safe place. Mm-hmm. And even so in that gym, people look to you. Yes. Well, because they they look at me as like a man. If she can do it. I can. I mean, and that, no, and I don't mean that. You're I don't strong. mean that in like a degradation way or whatever. Yes. But like, I think you know. Here's the Orange Theory commercial again. What I like about that place and what I think a lot of gyms miss is that community, and mm-hmm. that's been the best thing about that experience to me is the community. Because for somebody who, in a large body, never felt safe mm. in a place like that. That's what I enjoy about it. So if if I can help be that for other people, I think that's you it's know because you're fun. real. Oh. Yeah. You're real yeah. in every moment, whether yeah. it's about yourself and being hypercritical, yeah, uh, or yeah. if it's just encouraging or be like that sucked. And yeah, you're, you're, I mean, yeah, you're yeah, going to say, say it. You're going to say it. You're real, yeah, and it's genuine. And well, it's I think the same thing about contrived, you. Yeah. But, well, and thank your you. sexy legs, and your black and blue toe, <laughs> and your cousin. So I'm just Laura glad you is... took the time to be here with us. Yeah. Especially when I'm honored. Rooster booster in the, in the morning. morning. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I think you have just the most sunshiny personality, and it's just yeah. Yeah. Every time I see you, you're just just so spunky really. and just happy, and it's just uh, you're a joy to be around. Oh, uh, so. that makes me happy to Thank hear that. You. Thank you. Yeah, and you I always dress so cute. You are yeah. a fashion icon of Owensboro. Yes. It's because I grew up without y'all. Now I'm overcompensating. <laughs> hey, whatever. <laughs> and you have the cutest purses. Anyway, I could go on. And oh, on. we're gonna just keep complimenting <laughs> her. We love you, Lorna. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Love you too. Lorna's twin sister, Laura Shefford, tells us what she thinks is special about Lorna. Lorna inspires me through her commitment to the Owensboro community and her ability to see things through. When she has a vision, she makes it happen, and she executes it down to the last, tiniest detail. Being around her empowers me to speak up. She has a gift for sensing what people are feeling and is thoughtful about recognizing how someone might be feeling. I am proud of Lorna because she is true to herself. She is not only my twin sister, but she is my best friend.